0: Hi there, welcome back to your brain uncovered. Uh this is gonna be a bite-sized episode, so uh it's just gonna be me, uh discussing a book i read recently and which i thought would be of interest um it was actually recommended by bill gates on his website and so yeah i was curious enough and i went for it um it's by um a neuroscientist and called matthew walker don't know if you've heard of him and the book is called why we sleep um well walker's title is a little bit misleading um he himself states that uh, well in the early pages um that well, there's only one reason to why we sleep. Um, it's not really like that. The more you read it, the more you realize that there's much, like it's much deeper than that. Um, he presents um, sleep um, as a form of you know bewildering um, era of conditions that would um, otherwise cause the slow deterioration of your body and mind. Um, In one playful passage, actually, he described it as though um, he was marketing a new pharmaceutical um, campaign. Um, He he stated, actually, um, scientists have discovered a revolutionary new treatment that makes you live longer. It enhances your memory, makes you more attractive, it keeps you slim and lowers food cravings, uh, protects you from cancer and dementia, uh, wards off colds and flu, lowers your risk of heart attacks and strokes, not to mention diabetes, you'll even feel happier, less depressed and less anxious. So, are you interested? Well, this is from the book. Um, (laughs) yeah, obviously, I'm highly interested in this wonder drug. Um, well, um... This book really does have real strengths. I mean, to me, it clearly elucidated the extent of the damage um, wrought by our collective ignorance of the importance and you know complexity of sleep and its role in our lives. Um, yeah, and it shed light on the difficulties encountered by many of us in you know getting getting any sleep. Really, uh, in terms of our natural sleeping tendencies, it kind of divided people into two subgroups or chronotypes there are the morning larks and the night owls each group does operate along different uh circadian lines and there's pretty much nothing owls can do to become larks which is tough luck really because work and school scheduling um overwhelmingly favors early risers um yeah so uh, owls are often forced uh he writes to burn the pr- uh, the what it was called Uh, i'm reading from my kindle (laughs) to burn the proverbial candle at both ends uh yeah they had greater ill health caused by lack of sleep therefore um that included high rates of depression anxiety diabetes cancer heart rate and heart attacks and strokes shocking (laughs) the importance of insomnia was actually emphasized as well um saying that um well, this is actually a quote by E.M. Corian, and it was in his book, he was saying that I'm tempted to, defi- to define a man as the animal who cannot sleep. Uh, yeah, uh, well, as I, as I read um, why we sleep, um, I kind of did relate him to that Romanian essayist, but, you know, he does paint um, an intolerably grim portrait of a society in which an increasingly large proportion of us are getting a decreasing amount of sleep. Um, he calls this uh, our, our new cultural sleep norm, um, and it's under uh, assault on multiple fronts, obviously. Um, here's another quote from this, uh, my Kindle of mine, uh, so yeah, um, midnight is no longer midnight. For many of us, midnight is usually the time when we consider checking our email one last time, and we know what hap- what often happens in the protracted thereafter. Um, Compounding the problem, we do not then sleep any longer in the morning hours to accommodate these late hour onset times. We cannot our circadian uh, biology and the insatiable early morning demands of a post-industrial way of life denies us the sleep we vitally need. Now, basically, if you're regularly clocking in at under seven hours night um, you're doing yourself um, a disservice as grave as that of regularly smoking or drinking even to excess and as someone who tends to you know chalk up six hours as a solid victory um i i i, I know that i should be putting more more effort from my side um there's something else in that book i liked um i'm reading highlights from from well the things i liked um that yeah it says that That low level of exhaustion becomes um, our accepted norm, our baseline. Individuals fail to recognize how their perineal uh, state of sleep deficiency has come to compromise their mental aptitude and physical vitality, including the slow um, accumulation of ill health. A link between the former and the latter is um, rarely made in their mind um the book bears um a vital message obviously um it's about the centrality of sleep to the proper development of young minds um and despite the you know his warnings uh walker's tone is mostly chipper and it's likely how do i say this it's um it's like a standard pop a scientific style and he's excellent at explaining complex neurological phenomena for a general you know readership um he does occasionally get bogged down um in ill-advised wordplay um like you know mentioning stuff about REM sleep sleeping mammals and stuff like that um there's also a deeply really weird passage that attempts uh, via the sound of silence to explain sleep benefits to memory but which really only demonstrates how badly um while well, his, uh, paragraphs fell victim to, you know, scientific injustice. I mean, yeah, I suppose Charlie should take issue with the prose of a person who's trying to save you or me from, you know, an existence of exhaustion and misery, so I shouldn't be really complaining much. The book was terrific. Um, but yeah, um, well... It's probably a little too you that why we sleep saved my life but i can tell you that it's been an eye-opener and i highly recommend that you read it uh yeah if you have any book re- recommendations uh do reach out to me and yeah i'd love to read them um uh, anyways have a beautiful week and thank you so much for listening i hope uh, why we sleep does make your life a little better